0: That's it. That's the that's Nash. the shot. What? Okay, here we are. Boom. Uh, we we opted against the forty percent alcohol beer today, yes. and instead we went with a much milder, um, nice warm warm day type beer. Um, yes, but much lower. It's not Viking level. Rocky alcohol. Moon. Rocky Moon. It's not Viking uh, level
1: at all. Allegedly Belgian wit. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I I have no point of reference. I have no frame of reference to to tell how authentic, how a- authentically Belgian wit, it is.
0: Yeah, me neither. And here's another problem with me and taste. I don't remember. I, I mm. mean, I don't remember things like this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe I did, and I do have something there. But the database, I think my databases are dumped on a regular yeah. basis. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just not something I keep. Uh, available yeah Unfortunately.
1: that's good it's a good I think evolutionary trait
0: I used to feel very I used to not like it I, I, how come I don't have that memory how come I can't recall that thought but now I think oh it's so much better uh, to be going walking around with only random access memory and everything else just gets cleared mm. for the long term yeah. emotionally speaking it's best yeah because then yeah. your hurt feelings don't last long you don't remember them yeah. So that's good. Listen, man. I, I have to read something. Please do. It's from you. It's from you. I'm not going to read the whole thing. You you dropped three sentences on me this week. Yeah. They all troubled me. I've invented a new concept. Uh, go- Godilian irony. Yeah. It manifests itself best in this immortal aphorism that I've just formulated that is also true can you devise a hoax so elaborate that you yourself shall wholly believe it yeah okay okay can you do me a favor I, I'll, I would love to okay can you extrapolate you so when I think of hoax, immediately mm-hmm. I'm very conspiratorial yeah. I think in my uh-huh. thinking. So when you said you, I just figured one. I figured the amalgam, the collective, mm. not necessarily the I or the yeah. id, but the all. Yeah, that's interesting. So can a hoax, but tell me what you were thinking when you said you.
1: Oh, I was just asking you. Oh. Could you.
0: So you were thinking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Matthew. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's fine if you. No, I you think know, I could. It. You, you could apply it. You could apply it to the society in general. It wouldn't change anything.
0: Well, I think on a conscious level, mm. I would. If I created a hoax, I would always know it's a hoax. But we're not just dealing with the conscious; we're dealing with the subconscious.
1: Yeah, well, that's a question. Yeah, because you you think that you'd know a hoax that you you yourself invented yeah but is it conceivable to invent a hoax that you just you just gradually believed in to the point where you forgot that it's a hoax yeah you've become so absolutely convinced of it
0: yeah um so I almost feel like it's a Turing test
1: yeah maybe
0: for true reality
1: Po- th- that's so think, also possible
0: I think the Turing test is you're, you're testing a machine to see if oh wait what is the Turing test to see if it can fool you into thinking it's biological or
1: human intelligence
0: so the the theorem the hypothesis, no, hypothesis which you have put forth here mm. a hoax that's so elaborate that you forget it's a hoax oh wait actually this is a good point because there's forgetting and then there's believing yeah so you said that you yourself shall wholly believe it yeah (coughs) that's actually even different than I forgot that I'm hoax or is it the same
1: well I mean believing it kind of implies that you become oblivious of the fact
0: that it is a hoax so it's one and the same I've forgotten I've forgotten that we're dealing with the hopes. Yeah, yeah, so I just went through this. And again, you know me. I have very conspiratorial thinking. I lose grasp of reality very easily. Yeah. And so I started deconstructing every choice I made. Mm -hmm. Thinking, is this... Okay, so actually, can I be... Okay. Let me answer... Firstly, with a very short and quick answer. Mm -hmm. If I'm hoaxing with intention, I don't believe I can fool myself. Okay. But a hoax can be an unintentional um, construct. Mm. A rationale. Yeah, okay. And I'm not so sure that I don't do that on a regular
1: basis. Well, wouldn't that be a delusion? That okay. wouldn't be a deliberate hope, that'd be just a delusion.
0: Um I gotta think on that. A delusion? What is the definition of a delusion? I, I think a delusion means
1: Well you believe in something and you you know well you believe in something but it's not necessarily something that you developed yourself. Yeah. It, well, no, that's actually, that, that's a very poor formulation. No. we go it, It's not something that you created with an intent of creating a, a hoax. You convinced yourself of something, and yeah, right. it wasn't supposed to be a hoax. It was supposed to be some kind of, sp- probably a serious thing.
0: So, you know what? I think you're right. I think I mixed up delusion and hope. <laughs> so, I'm reading Delusion. An idiosyncratic belief or impression that is firmly maintained despite being contradicted by what is generally accepted as reality or rational argument yeah. typically a symptom of mental disorder. So here's where I actually I'm going to stay on my train of thought. Mm. Okay. That is generally accepted as reality or rational argument. Reality or rational argument. So I circle back to this other discussion that I believe we've had in the past where I talk about if I break down what are our I think there's a um, the uh, the hierarchy of needs mm, yeah. that someone talked M- about.
1: Alex Moslow.
0: Yeah, the Moslow hierarchy of needs. Um, at some point in that hierarchy, mm-hmm. the delusion comes in. Because really all you need is food, water, and shelter to execute your biological um imperative. It's actually
1: Abraham Maslow, not Alex.
0: Okay. <laughs> Basically, we need a lot less than we have to yeah. do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. We are not we are not supposed to propagate mobile apps. That's not our biological directive. Our biological directive is Ooh. to continue our DNA. Okay. Right? And you can do that with water, mm-hmm. clean water, shelter, and food. And someone to mate with.
1: Ooh, that's, that, that's, that's a debatable question. I'm just I've just realized as you were saying this, um, yeah. I was realizing that it is a deba- debatable question. We're not suppo- you say we're not supposed to. And in an idealistic scenario, right, for survival we're needing just a bit of food food, a bit of shelter and water yeah. and and a, a, the ways a, the squirrels a, do it. Yeah. Yeah. But but see we're not squirrels, we're humans and it turns out that our lives are a little bit more complicated. And so the whole civilization was at the at some point is a self perpetuating system, yet it constructed all that. Yeah. So all the you know cities and roads yeah, yeah, yeah. and states, yeah, mobile apps, and <clears throat> it could be argued electric yeah. guitar,
0: <laughs> <laughs> amplifiers, yeah, the band Podcasts. the Clash, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: and then uh, uh, it could be argued that because those. Those things exist. Well, those things exist simply because they're a product of just our being us, and so in some sense, it is a, a fully sort of biological, natural. You can say, you can tell force of, force of nature. Okay. So are we supposed to propagate mobile apps? In some sense,
0: we are. Because that's we what, do, but yeah. I don't think we. I don't. We do it.
1: Yeah, we do it.
0: I think we rationalize it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to do it.
1: Well, that depends, right? Because you live in a society where that is something that is a norm.
0: Boom. There we go. Is that a hoax?
1: <laughs> this is why it troubled me.
0: When you start peeling back the onion, what do we need? And what is, what is it that we're ho- hoaxing ourselves or being delusional about? I'm going to use hoax and delusion one in the same, as I read your, um yeah. irony. Yeah. That's why. I, that's why I had an existential meltdown this week. Where I'm driving to work, I'm hoaxing myself. Why am I in this machine?
1: Yeah. Why?
0: A, a machine, that makes my life tremendously convenient. And at the same time, breaks down the system that I rely on to propagate my DNA, meaning the ecosystem. Right? So we have something that made our life more convenient. Yeah. In the meantime, uh-huh. it was a, a, short, a short-sighted convenience. that's Did you get my meaning? That's
1: one, way to, yeah, that's one way to think about it. But another way to think about it is which is going, probably going to co- be controversial but another way to think about it is as humanity as the force of nature because we are products of nature we are products of darwinian process and so we are force of nature and therefore what we do to the envi including what we do to the environment all the negative impact right. is also a force of nature now it's you know it's it's, it's pretty negative when for the environment when a volcano erupts bunch of smoke uh, gets up to the atmosphere and that smoke can settle on, you know, various vital, you know, things like, you know, glaciers and whatnot. So, surely we won't be, you know, applying any moral context to a volcano eruption, but we do apply... uh, (laughs) I'm just realizing, I'm, I'm just arguing for your point right now because... What I was going to say, well, but we do apply moral context to our action, and not simply because we deluded ourselves that we have the free will.
0: <laughs> well, so no, I know where you're going with the argument. That's the argument um, that George Carlin said in a much funnier way when mm. he talked about the oce- the plastic oce- uh, the, 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 the plastic in the ocean, mm. and he said, "For all we know." The earth wanted plastic in the ocean and our sole purpose was to evolve to a point where we can make plastic and fill the oceans with it and then the earth will be done with us and say, I have my plastic. Now that's let's a, get rid That's of a really, really things. nice bit. Yeah. And then he and then he ends it like this. I think the punchline goes something like the earth is fine. I'm pretty sure we're fucked. But that, this that, is
1: true. that is true that is absolutely brilliant that is true no matter how much climate has changed right and will change be- because of the human well first of all we have become kind of a little bit conscious about our you know carbon footprint and whatnot so we're gonna probably we're gonna change so yeah. we're gonna re- reduce our impact hopefully <clears throat> but even if we don't right even if uh, we'll let the the thing play out <laughs> right yeah the earth had, had you know it has seen Worse, far worse. You know, he's been struck by all sorts of uh, heavenly bodies many times. Turned into you know absolutely hellish fire, fire and uh, a little bit of uh, human, you know, human-induced. We're so arrogant. uh, Greenhouse effect. Yeah, it's uh, it's (laughs) for Earth is nothing. It's for us.
0: Yeah, for us and other mammalian creatures like us Mm -hmm. who need the same have the same needs of temperature, oxygen fresh water
1: yeah. yeah but then again you know d- nobody asked the dinosaurs when 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 they died yeah, yeah. No, nobody asked dicks, the dinosaurs so. opinion
0: yeah no one asked the dinosaurs when, when they and they died. weren't podcasting so that's their problem yeah they that, weren't trying to hash these problem. things out uh, real time I
1: feel no sympathy for them
0: no god no and honestly I feel no sympathy for yeah. humans I- yeah mine. <laughs> 7 billion mine. when you hit 7 billion you oh. you've yeah. had a good run yeah. You've had a good run, and there's no reason yeah. to get upset. If it's we
1: had a good run, and chickens had a really good run. Yeah. Chickens and cows, I don't know. They Birds. D- yeah, but you know who real winners are? Who?
0: Dogs. Dogs are the real winners. Man, they have a life. Okay, and cats. Think about the amount of resources we pour in to dogs. And
1: cats. Some other animals, but mostly dogs and cats. Cats, yeah. Maybe cats the real winners. Because dogs, well, that, that depends. Dogs are... Because dogs, they have to act nice. We like them because they're nice to yeah. us. Cats, we just like Fucking them because they're cute, but they yeah. don't. they are not nice to us. No. So they they, they they we expect nothing from them.
0: Yeah, they're little face eaters. They'll eat your face off. Yeah,
1: they like don't them. care. Yeah. Uh, and yet we love them. Yeah. And uh, we make them happy.
0: But you know, when when a cat comes up and starts and it rubs your leg and starts purring. Oh, that's the best feeling in the world, right? You just want to pet the little cat. And yeah. See, what are you up to? Yeah, so, you
1: little scheming. Yeah, devil. you little
0: scheming devil, you Egyptian devil, you. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, are we any any bit closer to saying that the goddilian thing Well,
1: I think was, you dragged me into that that dark place well, that I, you were Well, you know what in.
0: I did? I did I did the same thing because I think what you said was, "Hey, can one individual mm. pull off a hoax?" And then not realizing then they're doing a hoax anymore. But I took it, I blew it up. Yeah. Into the entire reality as we know it. Yeah. Which is what I, I, I tend to be a little bit of a drama queen yeah. when it comes to these things. So tell me your angle. Why, why did you come up with this? Why, why did you think this? And then has it happened to you where you started hoaxing someone and then you forgot you were in the mid- middle of a hoax?
1: No, it's just I I was uh, I like thinking about absurd ideas, and I've I've devised an idea so absurd that when I look back at it, I sort of thought that well it's actually you know it's actually quite plausible, and you know I, I feel like I could actually you know go and speak publicly about it, and I, I probably will be taken seriously by certain groups of people. And the idea is, is very simple: uh, how to reconcile Darwinism with Christianity. Very easy. We, we just we, we say that you know God is also a subject of Darwinian process. But God evolves too. God changes. It's not static. God. It did create uh, everything. It does exist, mm-hmm. but uh, it changes, changed, and keeps changing. It's, it's an ever-changing being, just like any species.
0: Do you mean God, the, the man's notion of God, or yeah, mean yeah God? I, I
1: mean absolutely biblical God. <laughs>
0: No, okay, so you're talking about my thoughts about God are Darwinian... Mechanisms.
1: Yeah, no, no, so here's an, exa- here's an example. Of, well, and, and first of all, this is, is a hoax. Like, I don't be, I don't believe a single bit of it, but it is super plausible. You're going to have to admit it in a second when I elaborate on it. Okay. So, for example, I'll ask you a simple question, right? Why... Well, take Bible, okay, the, Bi- the Holy Bible, right? Yeah. Which we know was written by some people. Yeah. And... Is bullshit br- mostly?
0: Well, I don't. I don't call the Bible bullshit. It's but, a story. You know, it's a story. It's do you story. call yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you call Aesop's Fables bullshit? Do you call uh, uh, Well, I mean, if, you, if, if Brothers it, Grimm bullshit, it's just a story. It's yeah, a story yeah. of people colliding, no. personalities colliding. Yeah, but I
1: also don't say that those those things really happened.
0: No. Well, if, okay. Can we make a distinction before yeah. we continue mm-hmm. on? There are those people who find that the written word, unless it's a history book or a science book, the written word is more or less a storytelling mechanism. Yeah. And so we say when we think Bible, Quran, um, Aesop's Fables...
1: The Origin of Species.
0: Origin of Species. Well, no. (laughs) Hold on. Origin of Species was experimental. Yeah. So... uh, It's like early Pink Floyd... Right, um, these things are—they're allegories. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't fear allegories. Yeah, but then there's another subset of people who read it and think it's historical, scientific. That's what's bullshit.
1: Well, yeah, well, yeah, uh, that is to true. me anyway. It is true. Well, they, and, and they not and they don't think in general that written word is true. They think that specifically the the religious writings are true but you know that besides the point what the, the point is so if we attack bible as an account of real events right some of the some of the things we can say about it is for example why 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 god doesn't speak to anyone right to it, it anyone? used to speak to you know noah and you know yeah. abraham right, and all right, right. but it, it it's not it's not been heard uh for ages why well cuz it oh, right. cuz it evolved because see, God thought originally that it was a good idea to talk with its creations.
0: I know where you're going. But
1: now this. he evolved, and he's like, you know what? That's a bad idea. Another criticism for the Bible: there's no mention of dinosaurs, right? Why? Because uh, he invented dinosaurs later. Put, he sort of backfilled that story, right? Uh, he sort of retrospectively added dinosaurs, added some bones into Earth so that we could find, that, find them. And why did he do this? For our amusement. Because God loves us. And that was the evolution of God. God originally thought that he has to babysit us. Then he, th- then he said, you yeah. know what? I'm going to just be this invisible guide for, the, for my so beloved he creations. That's yeah, he evolved. Yeah, he evolved. Uh, and, and, and so God itself is... A, and, and now God you know, inspired Charles Darwin. Yeah, to tell God's story. story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So and, and the
1: same goes for the, for uh, you know um, you know the the building blocks of the universe. The Bible says nothing about you know molecules and atoms and whatnot. Why? Because it was not nothing. It was just you know things. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna re-implement things so that they are actually made of molecules, and then atoms and then but no
0: one's picked up the book to continue the story well many people other than, did. I, I Niels, mean, Bo- other than Niels Bohr <laughs> okay so okay I, I, yeah I get what you're saying I get what you're saying so originally he was talking to us in a primitive voice and he was telling a stories. he was telling Abraham go up and kill your son and then oh psych don't kill your son yeah yeah, yeah. and then he gave um, who, who got the ten commandments because he was a
1: kid God, yeah. at the time uh, figuratively speaking uh, he's like uh, now you become wiser It's like you know about those things were stupid. I'm gonna just, you know, give people some intellectual pursuit. Yeah. That's what I'll, I'll give them. And so he reimplemented everything. And, and and when we dug deep, started digging deeper, and we found the atom and the god. Oh, you know, they found atom. They're very close to just, you know, they find themselves at the age of science, and they'll they'll have nothing left to do. He intervened. A ve- Again and re-implemented everything. So now atoms are made of, of you know the the nucleus and an elect and the electrons orbiting the nucleus, and then and then further on it's like well you know good job, uh, humans. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the hoax. And I'm still
0: evolving. Yeah. And I'll show you something else yeah. tomorrow. And
1: that explains all those. That addresses all those criticisms of the Bible.
0: Uh, so what you just did was a hoax. Yes. But at no point did I think it wasn't a hoax.
1: <laughs> See, I looked back at it and I, and I thought, you know, that's, a, that's actually a decent defense.
0: Well, you know where I thought you were going to go with that? I thought you were going to go God as a Darwinian evolutionary mechanism in the sense that the way humans conceptualize a godlike Entity.
1: That's another way. It, but it's more serious. As I was sort of joking around. But, yeah, yeah, But yeah. yours is, is, is just plain sinister because you could start a, a, another, you know, another yeah. branch of Christianity, uh, you know, vigorous than well, anything no. before.
0: You can't. Scientology. Oh, well, actually, yeah. So there are very potent, strong concepts of God in people's brains. Yeah. And it's not even God. We can't even use the word God anymore. It's whatever, some entity more... So, an entity greater than human.
1: Yeah, let's let's na- let's give it a uh, some abstract name. Uh, yeah, Jeho- Jehovah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the name. God, the universe, uh, the the infinite, the yeah, yeah. Wh- the whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, that concept is evolving in in our brains, mm. and those people, um, and it's branching off in different things. Because there's some the, the, the hardcore people who thump the Bible. Or the Quran yeah. and say this is the literal word from yeah. God. They're getting more extreme probably than even the early Christians. Yeah. Who knew like, Hey guys, you know, we uh, look, we we know this isn't real, but it's a parable and we gotta stick together because it's harsh times, you know. The Romans they're killing a lot of people, we gotta help each other out, we gotta yeah. watch out for each other. And it was a kinda of wink wink nudge nudge. Yeah, this is the book we go by. But as it's got it moved further along then power structures, hierarchies, kingdoms Mm -hmm. realize they can exploit this thought system to control masses of people. Mm -hmm. And not just control them, but get them to donate their hard-earned resources to a system. A system that may be a hoax.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: A large-scale hoax. Oh, yeah. That keeps a certain few, not even a certain few, what I would say is it keeps a power structure. And this is, I've I've been hammering on this thought months now mm. about the sole purpose of any hierarchical structure is to maintain the hierarchical structure it has nothing to do the structure has nothing to do with the greater good of man the greater good of the planet the greater good of the universe the hierarchy structure has to do with the greater good of the structure and so that's why when you have the large corporations the large religions um the, the large so let's take catholic church okay
1: yeah my favorite
0: my favorite too um, so they preach a lot of very idealistic things yeah but in practice they rape children yeah and cover up for the rapists yeah why do they do that because they're maintaining a power structure yeah. the most important thing is to not um, weaken the structure yeah. And they know that if they're saying one thing and doing another thing, the structure looks weak. So yes. they would rather, instead of say, we made a mistake and this is the ideal, Interesting. their behavior is, let's cover this up. And you could apply it to anything. You could apply it to the U.S. government. You could apply it to the Democratic Party, to the Republican Party. You could, you could apply it to Scientology. You could yeah. apply it. All of these things are kind of... But place. worst
1: of all are evil Ruskies.
0: Yeah, they're bad. And if you're a science fiction writer, you should definitely make them the villain. One hundred percent original
1: idea. Here's not original idea. Made, medieval Ruski is the, the villain.
0: The Soviets. Yeah. Not just any Ruski, a yeah. Soviet. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm surprised there isn't a zombie flick with Lenin leading the the zombie apocalypse.
0: Oh, I'm sure it's out there. It's I've not heard got of it. To be out I've not there. heard of it. But, uh, a Lenin it's zombie? If not, we're writing that. It's we're a, it's a that missed movie. opportunity
1: if it doesn't it, exist.
0: It's a missed opportunity, and I think that might be our first writing project. Yeah. Uh, Badim and Matthew yeah, um, I mean, collaboration. Lenin's uh, Lenin uh, Zombie. What would this movie oh. be? Oh. And Ronald Reagan would be the Zombie Slayer. <laughs> or would it be better? No, to no, have it
1: would be McCarthy. No.
0: Hold on. This is actually good. This is, could be a fun.
1: No, you know they would screen- resurrect. They would res- res- resurrect JFK. Okay. To slay evil zombies, and he will be good zombie.
0: And then he ends up getting assassinated by Lincoln. Let's let's do it. We got to start on the screenplay. What what would be the um,
1: you know why would Lincoln assassinate JFK a second time? Well, not not Lincoln second time. Just assassinate him again. It's because uh, uh, Lincoln would be against power structures, and he would see that yeah. JFK is, hard to know, is going man. for a, for a power grab.
0: Yeah, it's hard to fucking know the intention of historical figures. I think we yeah. whitewash a lot of this.
1: We, we, we No, but we don't have... Because these are zombies. They'll be zombies. They will not be oh, quite true. them. Right? So we can assign them any quality. We're just going to choose... That's
0: right. When we write a story, yeah. it's solidified concrete. This is yeah. how it was. This could be a good story. Yeah. We got to work on it. Um, I would like to... But here's what I would like to do, because... Yeah. And I'm going to be objective about this. I would like... Uh, I would like the story to realistically depict the power structures and my concept of hierarchy defending itself Mm -hmm. to where I'm not going to assign, like you said, any ethics to either side. I'm going to say we're going to have the Ruskies on one side. Mm -hmm. We're going to have the capitalists on the other side. Yeah. And in the middle, the true hero the true hero will be the individual sovereignty Okay. of one, one person. So I think there has to be two antagonists hmm. and the protagonist and the protagonist represents self. Okay. And they'll have to kill maybe zombie and werewolves or Frankenstein or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, tell me this. Listening to your Uh, study of hierarchies
0: yes Uh,
1: makes me wonder are there benign hierarchies
0: well even when I look at even when I look at a charitable organization yeah
1: because I bet that Red Cross has some kind of hierarchy within it it
0: does it does Um, so does Red Cross empower the greater, the greater good. Is it a commonwealth thing? Um, Probably.
1: I mean, they've they've done a lot of good. Uh, as, at, at least that's there what they be, say.
0: There must be something insidious about it that I can find in my my thinking.
1: I think it it, it could be that maybe uh, self preservation is uh, a side effect of of hierarchy. So they may as well be built up with a good. In, with good intentions but nonetheless I think they will be try- they will be trying to protect themselves and and protecting the hierarchy might be might actually go against the uh, the original goals that the hierarchy was built for in the first place like the Catholic Church you they can hurt people although they allegedly well they, they theoretically should be you know you know for you know the love of humi- humanity and whatnot,
0: right? The Christian ideal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but nine or maybe the Red Cross. Maybe there's checks and balances in the Red Cross. So anytime you have a charitable organization, hmm. I think at least in the United States, you are filing for some kind of nonprofit rec- recognition, hmm. and I and I'm sure that there's some kind of qualifying statements that say. This particular amount of the money raised needs to go to action, whatever that action might be, whether mm-hmm. it be building houses. Actually, I don't. I don't even know that that's true. I don't know that's true because I. I heard there's some sites out there that tell you the percentage of donations that actually go to the cause that they're in. Some of these organizations are really bad, like United Way. It was something like, you know, five percent of its donations go to what it says it's going to do and then the rest is all quote unquote operational costs which is people's salaries and marketing campaigns and Mm. kind of this nonsense stuff Um, I don't know I think I think there are better organizations than others and here's another thing that I say so I'm not a total cynic towards large organizations of people following an ideology. And here's why. Yeah. It builds great things. If you didn't have an ideology and a hierarchy, we wouldn't have the great pyramids. We wouldn't have large buildings. We wouldn't have a space program. Yeah. Generally, these things are good.
1: Except for pyramids. I would say that pyramids are kind of pointless.
0: Um, no, there's a point to it.
1: Well, yeah, to contain a body of one's family, which is ridiculous.
0: Well, I was thinking on the scheme of to just show what can be done with minimal resources. Right? If, they, if an ancient culture can do that, then we should be able to do something pretty spectacular.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I think we've done something far more spectacular, such as a large Hadron Collider. I think pyramids... True. Uh, actually, one, I, I, I'm not sure if I share this idea for you. I think... This seven wonders of the world, mm-hmm. we should rename that. I think the true wonder of the world, the true, two true wonders of the world, the Large Hadron Collider and the, inter, and the International Space Station. Because uh, these are genuinely marvels of engineering thought, and they're worked on by huma- humanity in general. Hundreds and thousands of people from all over the world were involved. Right, right. These are, those seven wonders, I, I would rename them into um let's call them um reasonably impressive national monuments
0: um i i have i have a bit of advice for you yeah um don't go into marketing (laughs) what was the name you were thinking about reasonably
1: impressive national monuments
0: so the seven more wonders have to be man-made, right? Is that one of the qualifying statements? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, we can say uh, Mercury, yeah. planet of Mercury, is yeah. a yeah. wonder of the world.
0: Right. 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 Well, yeah. No, th- that's where I was going. I'm not.
1: Di- n- don't even let me start it on the sun. Yeah, it's a marvel it of is all a marvel. marvels.
0: Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Why not?
1: Yeah. So. Uh, and to me, r- real two models of the world are, and uh, I'm just I'm just imagining, you know, thousand years in the future, people will be going to the Large Hadron Collider to see how, you know...
0: You think thousands? It might be pulled up in another 20 years because they find some other...
1: Well they're building a bigger one, do you know? I didn't know. Well, they're planning to. I don't know if they'll get any funding because it's going to be uh, very expensive, but they're Hoping to, and uh, the large hadron collider will be just a mere pre-accelerator for this okay. new one. So they're going to accelerate particles in it, and then, and then shoot the them into RAM. that bigger one. Nice. And a bigger one will be like orders of magnitude bigger, enormous.
0: Um. Oh, so practically speaking, what has the hadron collider done for us so far?
1: Dis- Discovered the Higgs.
0: Okay. And then, h- how's that going to make my computer faster? <laughs> I need porn quickly. <laughs> but Dean this is, I want to, I just want to think and then the porn is there on my computer. I don't want to have to click. That, that will, some,
1: someday it will help you achieve that.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, because that's, I mean, really, when the, when the rubber meets the road, what do we want? Faster yeah. porn. Yeah. Everything else is just academic nonsense. I would
1: say we want everything fast. That's what we want.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I agree. Because it annoys me when Uber or Lyft takes, like, more than four minutes. Yeah. It annoys the hell out of me. Yeah. What is going
0: on with these drivers? Yeah. My goodness.
1: I want to go places.
0: (laughs) Can we just, for once, for once in my existence, can we make things about me? Because yeah. I'm the one always sacrificing. I'm the one standing on the street corner waiting. Yeah. I'm the one downloading the app. I'm the one working a job to pay for this. Yeah. Please, can yeah. we think about yeah, me yeah. for one second?
1: And for all we know, you might be, the world might be the, just a figment of your imagination.
0: Yeah. Oh, it could be. It could, could all be. be a hoax.
1: could all be a hoax.
0: Um, can we, I, I want to touch on another thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we, we've done a quite uh, deep inquiry into metaphysical.
0: As we always do. Yeah. Uh,
1: listener's IQ level has been raised <laughs> by Very a few points. So.
0: Very much so. How long should the slowest countdown in the universe... I, I think you... How long should be the slowest countdown in the universe?
1: Yeah, how long should, should the slowest countdown, countdown in the universe be?
0: Can you? Okay, so I again I went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I don't want to explain where my head was going. Can you explain where your head was when you thought of this? <clears throat>
1: uh, I was just thinking that countdown is a, is a curious concept. Okay. And I was just thinking that what would be the slowest countdown in the universe like? And 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 it. And there are really two questions. Well, first of all, it looks to me that the countdown, the slowest, if it's a, the slowest countdown, it should end with the universe.
0: Uh, universe is infinite, though, isn't
1: it? Well, we don't know. Uh, but uh, if it is infinite in time, then cause slowness is more of a time concept. And and so, if it's infinite in time, then the slowest countdown is not even possible.
0: Yeah. So, fantastic segue. I, I first started struggling with this in just basic mathematics. Yeah. Let's take a very simple uh, two-dimensional graph. Yeah. We have an x-axis and a y-axis. Mm-hmm. How many points are on that graph?
1: That depends on what is the fabric on which the graph
0: It depends on is how we decide to number the X and Y axis. Yeah.
1: In fact, if but we... But those
0: numbers can be infinitely divided. Infinitely. Yeah, it,
1: it, yeah, if that's the case, then the, when we... There is not... We can't even count. It's uncountable. Infinity. It's uncountable.
0: Yeah. So a point on a graph, in theory, until uh, the human mind come in, comes in and says, stop. Yeah. The x-axis has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. The y-axis has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Graph a point. Yeah. Okay. And so at that point, we agree to an axiom mm. that this graph, the x and y go to 10. Yeah. We could throw in a z-axis. Let's make it three-dimensional. Make yeah. that 10. However... Uh-huh. Who's to say I don't come in and then smash it and say, well, it's not till 10. I, w- I want to keep dividing each point until I get tired. okay? I would be dead before I got tired. I mean I would be, I would I would be dead before I would fill in all the yeah all of the numbers.
1: <laughs> I like the first statement. What's I'll that? be dead before I get tired. <laughs> It's uh something death, you say in bed.
0: Yeah, uh, death or t- death or whatever. Something's going to happen. Yeah. But what troubled me and has always troubled me is I think things are infinitely divisible. No. Okay. So help me out. Help me understand. Well, b- well,
1: the, the depends on what you mean by things, right? In, in mathematics, if we think about the, the set graph abstractly, then we can say that it is infinitely divisible. But if we think about the universe, it isn't, because w- w- the universe is quantum, so which means it is discrete. Is okay. I didn't know that. Made of pixels. And the size of the pixel is Planck's length.
0: But you don't know what the pixels are made of. Uh,
1: well, well, we kind of do know. It's made of quantum fields.
0: Okay. Um, so then let's complicate it. And this is where things really started to hurt my brain. Yeah. So there was always that problem in math uh-huh. that I used to think about. And then there's another problem. When we talk about X, Y, or X, Y, and Z, we're still talking about three dimensions. Mm-hmm. There's a fourth dimension. Yeah. Time. Maybe more. Maybe more. Maybe but at more. least four, yeah. So then there's time. hmm Again, when am I teetering on present moment? Yeah, there's a bird in the raptor somewhere, and it's actually coming up on the mic really hot, which is weird. Usually, background noises don't come up as hot. Um, when is now? <laughs> That's another thing I've always struggled with because if you keep slicing it to the, the moment I make a movement or the moment I form a word. But then I can be I can be like, well, I'm only at the tip of the world. And I feel like it's in, it's um, the again, I feel like it's an infinite division. So what your question said was, what's the slowest countdown? Yeah. And, and I don't I think the answer is just infinity. The answer always comes back to infinity. Where can I, how many points are on the graph? I, infinite. How? When is now? You can't tell because it's infinitely di- divisible.
1: Well, it isn't because there's also Planck time.
0: Okay, I didn't know about that.
1: So spacetime is pixelated. Okay. And the size is, plan- is Planck size, and I don't don't remember it, what it is, but it is very very small. Uh, Nanoseconds. No, 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 I'll tell you. I'll tell you in the in a second. uh, I'm going to use the great uh, invention of humanity, the internet. In conjunction, does
0: not get me porn quick enough. Uh,
1: Plank internet time ten to the to the power of minus forty
0: three seconds. Seconds. Okay.
1: So it is ridiculously small.
0: Yeah. And so if you, it's could... it's not perceptible by human if you senses. Could, yeah.
1: If you could conceptualize a thought within that, m- within that, within that time, in less than ten to the power of minus forty-three, uh-huh. then you could have called that the moment. Ah. But uh, you you solved. can't conceptualize things yeah. that fast. In fact, what unless you're a you th- ninja. Yeah. Unless you're a ninja. But what you think about is always the past. Yeah, even what even what you're seeing now—it's it's, the,
0: the past. Because it's already had a filter through the eye. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's happened. A photon of light bumped bumped off it and went right into your retina.
0: Yeah, same with words being formed. Yeah, yeah. It's by the time it's yeah. it's formed, it's yeah. it's too late.
1: Yeah, it's 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 past. And and it, I like Max Tegmark's um, metaphor that. Us navigating the world in our human bodies is the same as... It's comparable to if we went to some kind of, you know, alien, absolutely alien world on on some kind of spacecraft and we could only do, I don't know, echolocation or something. Mm -hmm. So we could only do some kind of representation of things. and, And it would have been fine to navigate it, but it would have not been real. Yeah, everything is a hallucination. Not right. only it's a, it, not only it's a past, in, not only it's a history. It's also a hallucination because that those things don't exist. Like things don't exist. They're made of quantum fields, but we don't see that. We see them as things. Yeah, because our vision is not good enough.
0: Yeah, I bet it. I bet a squirrel can see quantum fields.
1: Squirrel, yeah, squirrel. If you if you're s- small enough, there are creatures that are small enough. Those little tiny tiny flies. Right, the size of I don't know the size of uh, a speck of dust uh, they're sort of they're not really flying you can't even tell they're flying they're sort of swimming in the air because the air for them being so small is so dense it's just just akin to being in the water yeah 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 so and so yeah moment but there is no moment for us there's no moment I don't think no moment for us. For us, it's not that we're
0: perceiving. Yeah. I think everything that's happening is on a. Yeah, it's it's a slow motion real. Yeah,
1: we're just we're just a constant frontier. And, yeah, uh, there we go. We can look back, and that's
0: it. Um, and then even that looking back, like uh, kind of how I started the podcast, it's so. For me, it's a dream. Whatever happened in the past is a dream. Sometimes I have memories. Sometimes I don't. Mm. i can recall some things i can't most things i can't recall yeah so i'm in a i'm in a short-term past i'm living my life in a short-term past
1: yeah that's the best way to live the life i think live a life i think
0: yeah and then future you know obviously that's a that's a whole nother discussion the future yeah and uh what 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 is the future how is that decided fate yeah it, well
1: uh, ironically it is fate <laughs> ironically
0: yeah we have control over that though right
1: no we oh. have illusion of control what about that control. what
0: about that concept of there's infinite versions of futu- of your future and you're slowly climbing a ladder uh, mm. not a single wrong ladder but a, a ladder that's you know very wide and you can shoot you can climb a little to the right climb a little to the left no no no
1: because see the as we understand universe today right every particle evolves in time according to the schrodinger equation so it was
0: in one state he's got a he's got an asshole cat yeah schrodinger yeah real dick yeah a cat dick cat it's a dick cat yeah yeah and so Hiding in boxes. and
1: essentially essentially every moment of the universe is defined by the previous configuration of the universe and laws of physics applied to it right so we just simply a function
0: of time oh we're rolling downhill
1: well we we just yeah we're just uh, executing a a program in some sense yeah and so we're part of that program, and we, we certainly have illusions of choice. Are we sort of deluding ourselves into believing in, in, in free will, but there isn't free will, right? So, and if there isn't free will, then there is no choice for the future. There's only one future that we can live. It's the one that is determined mm. by the laws of physics.
0: I'm afraid that my determined future is going to be me dying in a gutter with a heroin needle in my arm and vomit on the side of my face.
1: Yeah. Well Well You know. You know. It's 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 it happens. It's, it's, physics. Yeah, it it's physics. It happens. Yeah, yeah, it's physics. You can't argue with these yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So in some sense, future already exists. Yeah. Because if you write a computer program and you don't and you haven't yet launched it, uh-huh. in some sense well, that's a good question. You haven't launched the computer program, but nonetheless, the concept of execution of this program is alre- is al- is already there because you made it, and when you execute it, it just it just does what it's supposed to do, and uh, and that's it. So, in this, in in a sense, the whole future. The whole lifespan of the program was predetermined in its source code. Mm. It's just the, the the fact of of the program being executed is essentially unpacking of this information that was in the source code.
0: Wait, so are you comparing the entire universe and everything contained in the universe as a program being executed?
1: As some simplified metaphor, yeah.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: I mean, if we can define evolution of the universe by an equation, then we can write a program. That, in principle, yeah, it would be really long program. But in principle, we could write it, and uh, that's it. We it would it would be some program we can run it. Yep. And so, in a sense. The future is already defined, so it kind of already exists. But that is really strange, right? Because I can... That is really, really strange. See, you can... Uh, and, and, that's, and that's another thing that, that bothers me. Uh, you know that, you know, uh, there's this concept in computer science called pseudorandom number generators. Okay. It's just a function. It's a simple function that sort of loops upon itself... Right. and just simply emits pseudo-random numbers, just a sequence of numbers that look random. Yeah. Um, and... In a sense, the information about... And it, and it can be large. It can be, you know, gigabytes of numbers. A, a, a sequence of numbers a gigabyte long. Yeah. So it's a really, really large set... It would take
0: decades to hit every number in the random.
1: In a way. Yeah. And so, but nonetheless, this information is concealed, essentially, or stored, if you will, in the source code of that pseudo-random number generator.
0: Yeah. In a sense. Right.
1: And it's mind-blowing. Yet you can't extract it. So is it there? Because you can't really extract it right there. You have to execute the program to extract it. Yet it is there.
0: Uh, But what if the program rewrites itself on the random numbers being generated from there?
1: I mean, if it can modify itself, then it complicates matters even more.
0: Right. So does the universe modify itself with randomness?
1: Ah, that's a very good question. We have no evidence of that. Unless we accept my theory of of the evolution of God.
0: We're not even... It's not a hoax anymore. It's real.
1: It might just be the truth.
0: It might be the truth. Wait, hold on. So my brain is hurting right now. There's already been too many tough concepts this week. Yeah. But let's think about this. When you say there's no evidence of randomness...
1: Of self-modification.
0: Self-modification. But you can't... Okay, I know where you're coming from. I know where your stance is coming from. Yeah. Your stance is coming from... There's mathematical principles in place yeah. that say this is how the universe works and mm-hmm. it's not going to change the way it works. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't change this. But see within that rule set, okay okay, here comes another metaphor. Nah. Me and you can play a board game. Mm-hmm. Let's say we're playing Settlers of Catan. Yeah. The outcome of that game even though there's set rules of the game, the outcome and the moments in the game are infinite. Even though there's a set thing of rules, okay, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. always going to achieve victory the same way. In fact, I would say you will never achieve victory the same way. And so, even though you can argue, no, the universe is set because these are the rules. <laughs> the way it plays out is infinite.
1: The what? No, no, the way it could play out is infinite. But given I, I, the initial condition, that, conditions that set things in motion. Because you're playing a game with, say, with a particular people in particular circumstances. And, at, de- and that, at that exact time, people will make particular decisions. And there's only one game that will unfold at, at a time. So although there are many possibilities, yet there is only one reality.
0: Okay, so humor me then. There are multiple realities if you play multiple iterations. Uh, yes. Possibly. So how do we know there aren't multiple iterations of the universe?
1: We don't, and that's a totally a possibility. Yeah. But po- as far as we're concerned and our iteration, <laughs> it is fixed.
0: Okay. So we know who's going to win Settlers of Catan.
1: Well, we don't. That's the problem. We don't. We can't. We can't can't answer this question unless we execute the program.
0: Well, it's not just execute the program, but watch the program execute to completion. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Unless we, the program is finished if it ever finishes, because some programs never halt.
0: Right. They just run. What What do we accomplish today, Vadim?
1: We. Um, I think we're getting closer and closer to becoming some kind of deities <laughs>
0: i think i think if there was anyone listening to this i'm I'm almost certain they've blown their fucking brains out by now
1: yeah well i I think that what we talked about is very um, optimistic and uh you know. life life affirming in my opinion
0: yeah if not confusing
1: it may be confusing but you know I think the the funnest things the 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 things that are more fun are confusing things most fun are confusing things yeah because you know things that are clear are banal it's they, m- true. they might be good things. It's, it's redundant. Yeah, they're not necessarily bad things. There are a lot of good things that are banal. But then uh, I think uh, the confusing things are the most interesting. Interesting one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely uh, trapped in some kind of uh, like uh, 1800s carnival game or something.
1: Yeah, a hoax.
0: A hoax. We're, you know what we are right now? We're that genie where you put a quarter in and he spits out your your fortune on a carnival or boardwalk or something I think that's what we are right now Uh, and I think we have to end on that note. so I think all we can say is your future looks bright
1: your future looks bright don't be a wanka.